When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Oh, watch it go! Danny Alley! Kane goes for the goal from Harry Kane! Here's Lucas Moura! Oh, they did it! I cannot believe it! Oh, what a debut! Stevie Wonder! Stevie Bergwijn! And here is the Celso Freshly introduced and scoring! Tom goes on! Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. Thank you so much for joining us live. What a time to be going live. Um, if you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and Audio Boomer across a range of different audio platforms. We're of course on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And we are bringing you instant reaction to Tottenham Hotspur losing to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge by two goals to nil. Um, talking me through... This therapy session, pleased to have on my top right, back on the show, Ricky Norwood. Ricks, I have to apologise in advance. We know it's going to be a tough show. It always is on evenings like this. How are you? So much so he doesn't really want to talk. Let me unmute, Ricks. Oh, there we go. There we go. We've got you. you. We've got you. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right, Ricks. Thanks for having me back on. Pleasure. Um, you know, oh, mate, what a bloody game, eh? What a game. Um, I mean, the only positives that I can see is that Lukaku and, and Werner didn't score. Um, it was a tough one today, but I'm sure we'll get into it. But thank you ever so much for having me back on the show. If I'm a little bit echoey, it's because the missus has got to get up at six in the morning and this is the quietest room in the house. So <laughs> that's, that's that's where I am. So, um, that's good though, Rick. Yeah, looks nice, isn't it? <laughs> He's on the bog. He's on the bog, everyone. He's on the bog. He's on the bog. That's where I think that's where we've been all night, haven't we? It's yeah, a you know toilet. I mean. Toilet. Oh dear. What a night. What a night. Also pleased to have back his dulcet tones. My God, we need the analogies. We need some positivity tonight. Uh, Richard Cracknell's in the house. Rich, thank you so much. Going to be a difficult one, but lovely to have you back on. How are you? 
Yeah, all good and uh, merry Spanish Christmas, Spanish Christmas Day tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I think we were going to give away the presents, but we rich. We were going to give away the presents. Oh man, alive! It's uh, wow. Uh, you know, we went to Stamford Bridge. It's all about bridges, isn't it, Rick? You know, the bridging, bridging class, bridging mentality. Can we bridge the, the, the gap that's between us? So it is. It's bridges, bridges, bridges all, all the way, but. You know, once again, Tottenham's biggest uh, enemy or biggest opponent is themselves here, mm. up here. Absolutely, this yeah. is this is where masters, it's where masters it's lacking. Of their own downfall. Yeah. Masters of their I don't, own downfall. I don't know yeah. if it's we need Conte. I think we need Paul McKenna. Uh, it's like you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. mad. Anyway, we better yeah. we better crack on. Apparently, there's cricket tonight. Oh well, I mean, this man will do anything to top to not talk all things Tottenham. Please have him back on because um, he is. As always, as we know, Jason, one of the most level-headed people I know. Jace, um, I know you've always said to us at the very early stages to not get too carried away due to the nature of the teams we're facing. But even for you, those mistakes will come on to it in a second. They must have been a shock. How how are you, firstly? Well, for, first of all, it was a big shock to see that spider on Cracker's shoulder, just over the top of his shoulder. I mean, that's my phobia. Oh, that's and he's brought a massive spider into the shoulder. Oh, man. Look at um, that. I think the frustration tonight for me, Chelsea were miles better, should have won the game five or six nil. Um, but the frustration is so poor was their finishing. They pretty much hit everything at Hugo. Yep. And Hugo, all the saves Hugo made were pretty comfortable saves, but we still go and score twice. But we scored twice in our own net. It's yeah. as if Chelsea won't score past him, so let's put him past him ourselves. It's yeah. And I, I tell you, if if you said to me at the start of the season, Spurs will score two own goals, where will they come at? I tell you, any money you like, it will be at Stamford Bridge. It won't yeah. be at Burnley. It won't be at Brighton. We'll do that at Stamford Bridge because yeah. that's what we do at Stamford Bridge. From Vertonghen falling over on a back pass and from Trippier finding Hugo coming out and slipping it past it. I mean, things like that happen to us at Stamford Bridge year in, year out. And, you know, so nothing that's happened tonight is a surprise. But the... That's the frustration. They're miles better, but we yeah. scored both their goals for them. Yeah, um, just on the screen there, Charles says, glad you look well, Jace. I think we've had the good news, Jace. You're uh, out yeah, of Yeah, I came out of prison yesterday. I've, nice. I finally got, got released from my prison cell yesterday. So, uh, Some good news. It's, it's nice. So I, I, got, I got fit and let's, let's hope that Eric Dyers manages to, to get himself fit for that second leg in the mm-hmm. same way. I bet after tonight's performance, we should be going back into prison, wouldn't you? On the back of that. I tell you, it's uh, <laughs> tough. Very, very tough. Um, listen, I want to say one thing. We've had over 150 questions into the show tonight. Um, I mean, hopefully, you know, due to the nature of how quickly we turn around these shows, we haven't been able to um, get all those 150 down on paper to read out. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody that, of course, contributes to the show, questions, questions. Uh, you know, tweets us, listens to us. Thank you so much for all the support. We'll try and cover off all the elements during the show if Jason allows us test innings pending. Um, as long as we finish today, not tomorrow. <laughs> well, Joe, on the back of the way we play, Jason, I think we'd all be finishing in 10 minutes, but uh, such is the nature of this show. Who knows where we go? Ricks, I want to start with you um, because many will probably feel that's pretty the standard big game Spurs level, really. You know, that capitulation at the beginning, two really poor goals to concede, both self-inflicted. And the cliche was our wake-up call for Conte, but I think he probably already knew when we've seen over the last couple of weeks what was coming and the need for patience, the need really to invest in this squad. Um, And I think, again, it just kind of outlines just how big a job himself and Paratigi have to turn Tottenham into a side that can compete 
mentally, let alone with the competition they've got ahead of them. No, I absolutely agree with you, Ricks. Um, I think you saw, you know, Conte said in one of his press conferences this week about the, the level and the gap between Chelsea and Tottenham. And I think we saw it tonight. I think we saw it. Uh, you know, they were at us from the, from the word go. Um, they were hustling. They, they, they hunted in packs, you know, like the commentators said there. Um, they were honest. It, it, it's like every kind of little kind of under-hit pass or over-hit pass they got onto, they broke on us quickly. They bullied us. They bullied us in that first half. And, you know, you know, as the stats show, we didn't get a kick. We didn't get nothing, really. And um, it, I, I, it's, just, it's just so frustrating because, of course, Alonso was involved in the goal um, um, in the first one. And, you know, two own goals. To go, to, to, to go down to 2-0 against them lot and two own goals is just... It's just gutting, really. And, and the fact that we didn't, you know, the change in shape in the second half shored us up a little bit more. And we, we, we started to get a little bit more into the game. But uh, Chelsea were way ahead. You know, they could have easily scored three, four, five or six tonight. Easy, easy. So, um, yeah, totally disappointing. But I think, again, it, it shows Conte. It shows uh, Paratici. It shows Levy how far away we are and how much quality we do need in this squad, how much investment we need in this squad starting this month. Um, you know, uh, if you just look at the subs, you, the subs, I, I, I wanted, I, yeah, I wanted absolutely. like an inform end on ballet on there just to hold the ball, just to slow it down, just to be a little bit creative, just to kind of like be strong on the ball a little bit. He came on, he didn't really do too much. Gil, you know what I mean? He he had a great run down the left-hand side, whipped it back in, unfortunate. Yeah. Lo done a bit of running. Uh, Winks, he didn't really get to get to get into the game. So you look at the level of subs that we had and we brought onto the field and the level of subs that they had, even though they're, you know, injured left, right, they've got injuries left, right, centre and, and um, you know, I think a couple of COVID situations, you can just see the 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 massive gap in quality um, between the two sides, and 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 more more reason to go to work this month and kind of try and rectify that little bit by little bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, listen, we know from the summer, you know, just the amount of work needs to still be done to this squad, and I think again a result like that reinforces it. And I'm conscious that also when we do record straight after a game, emotions are really really high. And to try and sometimes give decent context on the back of just watching it once, and I'm sure we're probably not going to go all back and watch that again due to the nature of the result, can be tricky. So I just want to say to uh, people listening to this tomorrow, bear with us. And we've literally are recording straight after this game. So um, we're all feeling really down right now. And, um, you know, this is one of the most exciting, positive panels that I know. We have such a laugh, boys, generally. So it's, it is tough. And um, to come around to you, Rich, you know, um, ironically, at least this tie is somehow still alive because... Um, Spurs were really poor. You know, they're comprehensively outplayed by a Chelsea side that were, you know, missing several key players. And um, mm. I know some people feel there's a frustration over Conte selections, but what that does today, I think, just shows the massive gulf in quality between the two sides at present. Yeah, very, very much so. And it's like Conte set up today to play the system that he wants to play, uh, the style of football that he wants to play going forward. And within that, it was shown just how poor 
the current squad is to be able to step up and go toe-to-toe with a team like Chelsea. You know, like I've often said with my silly analogies, making chicken soup out of chicken shit, and then he seemed to be making like a KFC out of chicken shit. Well, tonight... It, there is, he's, he's a master chef tonight, isn't he? He's up against the big boys. You know, he's making a chicken dish for uh, John Tarot and, and Greg Wallace and like these panel of up there self chefs. And like they've taken one bite of it and they've gone, no, that's just not good enough. It might be all right, you know, for the I road, um, so you know, doing a bit of fried chicken. But <laughs> this is another. This is we're, another we're missing step the up ingredients again. tonight, Rich. Already, oh, we, we didn't even. Man. We didn't even make. We didn't even make the uh, the off. No. We didn't make the food. I tell no, you. No, but you know the, the the worrying thing is Rick and everybody was the, the mentality. That that's the thing. We haven't actually gone now and competed. We just looked so beaten when that first goal went in on eight minutes. You could the, the close up of, of of the players. They just look shell shocked. They look like a, a boxer that's just had an A maker on the chin. Couldn't clear their heads. You could see there was no big breath in. Let's go again. A few rallying round. They're all sort of like looking at each other, and you could just see that, like the fear in their eyes. And this is this is a huge, huge issue for us now. Is mentality because. You know, Conte has progressed us, absolutely no doubt. You know, he got to that seven or eight games without defeat and we're starting to go to certain places like Watford and, you know, games against Everton. And, you know, that that step up's sort of been done. But this isn't just a step. This is like trying to step across the Grand Canyon now to go to Stamford Bridge, to go to Anfield, to go to the Emirates, to go up to Man City and that. This isn't steps, you know, like going away to Watford or places like Southampton and that. This is, like you've got to get across the Grand Canyon here now. And we've just not got it in our locker at the moment. So there's there's huge, huge changes. And this is what Conte alluded to in his post-match interview. It isn't just about going into the transfer market. There's a whole culture to be changed. And there's patience and times needed for that. And you do worry that, you know, with today's football, unless you hit the ground running within five minutes, you're done. It's like, oh, you're out the door and the next next one in. So there's there's just yep. so, so much work to, to be done now. And, um, you know, because you could probably pick maybe 10, 11 players in this squad now that could do with going. Really could. It needs to be that root and branch of some of these players that need going, you can't do that in one window. You can't do it in two or three. We're we're looking at like four or five year progression and each window and each season within those four or five, really, really pushing the envelope of that progression just to get up to that level and to step across that Grand Canyon now. It's, it's It's a big, big job. Yeah, I, I know tonight will feel like to many like a reality check. I know, Jace, whenever I've spoken to you, um, you've laughed at me for getting carried away um, on this Conte train. Um, <laughs> just see this. This is from Jason, who's doing the show, who's even narrated now his own. Anything to not talk about Tottenham. Jace, but honestly, um, you know, this tie, Jace, is it still alive? 2 0 down? I mean, we know it needs a huge improvement. Is there any way you can see us? turning this around? 
well, you have to. I think you have to score the first goal at, at White Hart Lane, and then, and you've got to get that goal. <coughs> you've got to get that goal, even if it's seventy-five minutes, and then you give yourself fifteen minutes, you know, gung ho at them. But uh, and even then, you only get maybe to penalties. So we're going to have to do it the hard way. But it's not beyond the rails. I think there's there's two ways to look at it. Number one, you know, from the level that he's taken us over. Let's let's not forget we've we've dropped out of the top four to fifth. The following year, we, or to six, the following year, we finished seventh. We've then had Nuno struggling away with us. So, you know, we're comparing ourselves to Chelsea tonight, where really the task for Conte is to get us, at the moment, in front of West Ham, Arsenal, Leicester, you know, to be the best of the rest, if which you like. Doing, which he is doing. Which is, which so far, we're, we're looking that way. But there's a long way to go. So, you know, I, I'm not really going to go to town on, on him because we're not at Chelsea's level in the space of eight weeks. You know, th there's a reason they're champions of Europe. And as much as our performance was poor tonight, some of that is us poor. But you also have to say their quality, their, their, the, the level of intensity they showed and then their composure and their ability to play properly at that. It's, it's not just charging into somebody for the sake of it. It's charging in in a structured way. And as soon as they win it, they can bomb a first-time pass. So, you know, th there's a lot of credit has to go to Chelsea tonight for the way they played. But the, the frustrating side of that is that Burnley are nowhere near as good as Chelsea, but can go to Stamford Bridge and get a result. Leeds are nowhere as good as Chelsea, but it takes Chelsea two penalties and a 90th-minute winner to see them off. Uh, Brighton and nowhere near as good as Chelsea. They're a good football inside Brighton, but they're not at Chelsea's level, but they can go there and get a result. So even within that, you, you, you've got to show a little bit more personality in your performance. And as you said, the, I mean, Conte would have looked at that side today in, in, the, in the hotel or at Spurs Lodge or wherever they were at lunchtime, and he will have seen how much mentality was in that. He would have seen... Yeah. Do we, are we, are, am I looking at these players? Do they believe we can go there and do something? Or am I looking at players and, and I'm giving my, my instructions to them and I'm looking at them thinking, it's not really going in, is it? This is, you know, it's it's, it's the old been there, done it. And, and even as fans, we're probably thinking, a bit like me, if we're going to score two own goals, it'll be at Stamford Bridge. We can see the fifth minute heads go down and, in, and we're in our group. We're saying Groundhog Day, messaging. Oh, here we go again. Mistake FC. So, you know, we've got that mentality as fans as well. So it's it's not easy for him to change it. But, you know, his job at the moment is to be, get us to be the best of the rest. And when we get to become the best of the rest, I mean, you know, you're talking earlier, Rick, in the group about is this player good enough for any of the other top teams? Yeah. Don't compare us to the top teams yet because we're nowhere yeah. near no, that. We're not. No. We've got to be, are our players good enough to be in front of Leicester, and West Ham and Arsenal and things. And we need to do that first. When we get there, then we can start looking above us. But let's not try and cross, you know, cross the ocean in a little glider at the moment. That's all we've got. Yeah. I mean, Rick, we'll come back round to you. You know, that first half, and again, I'm, I don't want to prime it too much because um, I know we're all feeling like absolute crap off the back of watching that. But... Um, no doubt, isn't it? it was our worst half under Conte so far. I mean, we just could not get hold the ball, couldn't get out. You know, we considered two very, very, very what I would call Spurs goals to concede. It was just if you if someone said to you, uh, "Show me what a Spurs defensive mix-up looks like," that would have been it. And then we saw two of them. Um, 
But, you know, second half, obviously did get better. The overall picture, still not great. I mean, Chelsea, as we said, so much better. I mean, whether that's down to fatigue and lack of depth, especially midfield, I just think we lost that midfield battle. Do you have any hope, Rick, looking ahead to the second leg that, you know, bear in mind how many chances Chelsea missed? We do have an opportunity there if we get that first goal. Oh, we always have an opportunity, Ricks. We always have an opportunity. It is football. You know, we don't know what type of reaction the boys are going to have to this. And we don't know what type of reaction Conte is going to have to this. I know it's going to be demanding and I know it's probably going to be furious. But, um, you know, it's, it's all up to the boys. You know, it's all up to the boys. You know, that, that first half today, Ricks, they passed, us, they passed the ball around us like we wasn't there. You know, uh, they were so quick. Their, their movement, uh, their, their patterns of play. Um, every time we got the ball and we tried to get a quick one-two, they were there, they were nicking, they were nipping at the ankles. You know, they got every, you know, second ball going and, um, and broken us. Um, what is encouraging is that Conte did try and do something. He did try and do something. I don't know why Doherty started on the left at all today. Um, we've seen that he, he can't really... I mean, he hasn't done too much at right wing back, let alone left wing back. You know, he's only got that right foot. Um, and, and to be fair to him, he didn't do tremendously that bad. But I don't know why he started. But what Conte did do was switch up the formation and try and, and, try and do something, try and give us some type of impetus going forward, you know. And I, I think that was encouraging to see him do that so quickly, uh, take off Doherty at halftime and bring on Ndombele. Um to try and again, like I was saying, like I was hoping for, for him to kind of hold the ball or, you know, be able to beat a, beat a man with his strength, a bit like Moussa Dembele used to. Um, didn't quite work out as well as we would have liked, um, but at least he was making those changes. And, you know, like even like taking off Sonny today, like, you know, I, I love Sonny. I want Sonny, you know, he's one of my favourite players at Tottenham yeah. right now. And, you know, I love everything that he does, but... He wasn't getting much of the ball today, or he he wasn't as effective as as he normally is. There was a lot of running, there was a lot of passion within him. There was a lot of kind of you could see he was hurting. But Conte goes, you know what? You you're not having a great game today. Let me take you off. Let me take Lucas off. Let's try something else. And he tried to give those players a go. Um, the, the the biggest the biggest positive is that it's only two nil, Ricks. It is only yeah. two nil. And mm. now it's up to us to react. Now it's up to us to do something. You know, uh, we, we'll have Dyer back and Romero back, hopefully by, the, by next week. Hopefully Romero but, and hopefully on Dyer as well. But who would have thought two months ago, three months ago, four months ago that we would have missed Dyer being in the back line like that? Um, yeah. So, so hopefully, hopefully the, in the second leg, we've got a couple more of those boys back and uh, we, we can go for them. Um, yeah. But this is an education. This is an education. You know, the, the, Pain is, uh, you're right. It's a painful one, but it is an education. I mean, how many times have you said that with Tottenham? Yeah, massive. Yeah. And, and we've got to play them t- two more times this month. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So they better yeah. learn the lessons and learn the lessons quick. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that, Ricks, because coming around to you, Rich, you know, we say we've got to play them twice again this month. Um, mm. Now, people were saying when Dyer comes back, you know, Chelsea today, let's not forget they're missing Mendy, James, Chilwell, mm. Thiago Silva, Kante, Kovacic. Mm. I mean, that's the frustrating thing tonight. They're beatable. That t- that team was beatable, and you know, unfortunately, Spurs as we always do. We beat ourselves. Yeah, every, every time, Rick, and it's you know, a new group of players, a different manager, 
and we've gone there again and and literally beaten ourselves. Like Jay said, you know, one goes we're scoring own goals. You always know it's coming now. So there's just something, you know, rotten in the state of Denmark, as the saying goes. I, I just I don't know what it is, Rick. There's something not quite right with the mentality of the club that they just can't push on that mentality. Whoever comes in, so. I, I, but I don't know where that is. I wish I did because you, you you could you could solve it and you'd probably make millions as well if you could solve mentality at clubs. It was yeah, it's just just gone there and felt beat again, and that's yeah. the that's the frustrating thing. thing. Yeah. It is a horrible to them horrible as well. Thing. It's just it's, to, to them. Yeah, to them, it's them as a club. Them yeah. exactly, and I just I can't quite put my finger on what it is. But I think, you know, Jace is absolutely right. We've got to start taking baby steps. So I think we have to shift our whole thinking with Tottenham at the moment, where we are. Forget this Champions, you know, oh, we've got to get into the Champions League and got to do this. For what? To to get more finances, you know. I know we made a final, but let's be let's be honest. We shit assed our way to the final, didn't we? City should have beaten us. Ajax was one of those l- lucky things, wasn't it? You know, we we, we got lucky at the end. They everyone knew it. the cracks. Everyone knew the cracks that season. I, yeah, you don't exactly. I see Jason's face there, but we had massive Spurs were out that Champions League. How many times on that on yeah, that run? Yeah, you know, and they're, they're cups, yeah. you know, and sometimes yeah. you get lucky little runs through yeah. and, and little breaks and uh, mm. them's the breaks. I, yeah. I just feel that what Spurs need to do, like Jay said, is just get to a Carabao Cup final first or an FA Cup final first, and win it, and go and win it. And yep. almost like, you know, like driving lessons, isn't it? Go and get the mentality yep. of doing so it in, yep. in one of these cups and yep. give them that feeling and give them that what it's like to get over the line yep. and then kick on from there. You yep. know, so, like you know, we had it in the group the other night. Would you rather see top four or a cup? Yeah. And it was, you know, cup. I've just straight away. It's not even. Cup. Yeah, yeah I think not, the, not I think even this, this club after how so long now needs a cup. I know we yes. want Champions League. I know Champions League attracts better players. I know better yeah. players means better results. But not I know for having a physical means... cup, Rick. Not for having one to put into the cabinet. As lovely yeah. as that is, for up here. Yeah, that's mentally, where we need. So we need the times. cup up here. Not in. Yeah. Not in the. Not in the cabinet. We need it up here. That yeah. that's where we need it, and you kick on. You kick on from now. You know, yeah. we've got to strip ourselves down mentally, and yeah. and you know, and and look at everything that's currently wrong, and mm. then you can start. You know, building building back back from now. So that, that's you know, forget all this getting into the Champions League at the moment. The baby steps, and you know, just stepping up to be the best of the rest is what's needed, as Jay said. Jace, just um, out of interest, what Richie's saying there about you know the need for trophies for the mentality. I just wonder, do you think Spurs at some point, Jace, have just got to bite the bullet and maybe look to bring in a couple of wise old heads that have actually been there and done it and won it? Because listen, we've got many of these players in the squads that are you know captains of their country, but deep down, when you really dig deep in this Spurs squad, I mean, although they may have may have won in other countries, we haven't got many Premier League winners in there or players that have won numerous trophies and I know this is the old average thing about you know again investing in maybe older players but I just feel on nights like tonight when you need to get a result 
does it make a difference having a couple of those players? I know Rich was also, you know, shaking his head there, saying, yeah, uh, shaking his head saying yes there, that have been there, done it, won it. Do you agree? It's a young, again, a very young team there tonight, <coughs> Spurs are taking. <coughs> Apart from Kane, of course. But you see what I'm coming from. So it's a young team, but there's enough experience on that pitch. Kane, Son, uh, Lucas Mora, Hoiberg, they're not exactly teenagers. Uh, they've played enough football. Yeah, they've played I, enough football in their lives. Ben Davis, I mean, Hugo. <laughs> But yeah. I know what you're saying. I would love Aspilicueta and Rudiger type mentality, you know. But the problem is that for us, we've done it from abroad, and you're right, because I look back at Pochettino's side and you look, Hugo a World Cup, Oria won numerous trophies at Paris, Toby and Yam won the, the Dutch League, Ericsson won the Dutch League, Wenyama won in Scotland, Moussa Dembele won a league title. All these players have won league titles, but they couldn't do it at Tottenham. So if you're if you're going to do it at Tottenham and you say we've got to go and buy buy somebody with that that mentality to come into Tottenham, you're going to have to buy from Chelsea, but they won't sell to us, or you're going to have to buy from Manchester City and no one's going to come to us. You, you know, where else are you going to go and buy one from? Because they're yeah. the clubs that win most of the things, aren't they? Or, or I say, um, listen, Juve or a Milan, you know these. I know they're but, some of the, but they're a lot go. older. But but yeah, that's what cool. I mean. You, we've done that because we've had. Tobies and Yans and Ericsson's and Wenyamas and Orias yeah, 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 that have yeah. won trophies elsewhere. It's bringing that to Tottenham. And, and I think the culture of winning, is it comes right from the very top, right at the top. And there's everything done at the top to turn you into a winning. I mean, as Pelicueta didn't come to Chelsea with that mentality, but as soon as he got to Chelsea and he mixed with 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 Frank Lampard's and, and Mourinho type managers and with that do have that winning mentality and he knows Abramovich has it and everything Chelsea do is about winning something at the start of the season, their whole being is about winning, that that mentality gets into them. Whereas at Tottenham when they come, that mentality right at the very top is not there at the start of it. And so even when you bring a Mourinho in, even when you bring a uh, Conte in, even if we went and bought Azpilicueta or someone like that, it doesn't just turn like that because you've got that player. You've got to have that whole mentality from the top on day one of the season, and we yeah. don't have it. I must say, you know, we've just said, and again, because we are doing the show live, comments are coming out from Antonio Conte's post-match press conference. Um, Jace, he says, if we think with the transfer window in January, we solve the situation, I'm telling you a lie, not the truth. You then wanted to say in the last years the level of Tottenham has dropped and has yes. dropped a lot. And he's spot on, isn't he? You know, he's very honest. You know, I know in the past, maybe under Mourinho, um, you always felt like some of the comments you just thought, where's he coming from? But Conte, if there's one thing about him, very honest. Yeah, no, he is, but you know, we've seen that with our eyes. We, we finished seventh and we're in a Europa Conference League, having been in a Champions League final two years ago. That tells you what the level is. Well, you know, we've lost We've lost some horrendous games. We're, we're struggling to beat teams. So we know that problem ourselves. So there's nothing new in what he's saying. And that's why I say our, our first target is to become the best of the rest before we worry about being at Chelsea's level. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, well, we are going to go for our first break of the show. Uh, taking you into that break, you are going to hear from Antonio Conte, who reflects on Spurs being beaten by Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. And when we return, we'll be getting into the story of the game. Antonio, how do you describe your team's first half performance and the reasons for it? It was, uh, uh, it was a difficult game, a, a difficult uh, 
from the start, from the start, and uh, I think Chelsea showed to be uh, much better than uh, than us. And uh, yeah, in the first half, uh, I think uh, we struggled a lot from the start, from the start, and uh, yeah, but. Uh, we know we know that uh, that we are talking about uh, one of the best team in uh, in uh, Europe in the world and uh, about Chelsea last season they won uh, the Champions League and uh, if you compare the two team I think that uh, there is not comparison and uh, we are talking about uh, a team that uh, is uh, is ready uh, to to win and. Uh, they had uh, uh, an important part in uh, in these uh, in these years, and um, I think uh, today uh, we we have seen uh, the the difference uh, between the two teams. Even so, it wasn't a good performance, was it, by your team in that first half? Was it a case of confidence? Was it attitude? What were you lacking? No, no, but uh, no attitude. No, absolutely not. And uh, I think that uh, it's not easy and uh, to. To play Stratford Bridge and uh, the way uh, they were very, very concentrated and uh, they won uh, uh, the ball half and half. Uh, they they won the ball every time and uh, then we considered also goal we were unlucky, you know. And uh, but when you start the game and after only a few minutes they score, for sure the. Uh, the game became uh, uh, very, very difficult. But uh, I know the situation, and uh, I know the situation. The situation is very clear that uh, in this moment, uh, and uh, there is an important gap in, uh, with important team. Then uh, we have to try to to, to fight and uh, uh, for uh, to stay to stay. Uh, in uh, in the league uh, in uh, in a good position, but if we think that uh, we are close uh, about the, the important team and to win, I think that uh, uh, we are uh, not in uh, um, in, um, in in the right way. You're, you don't feel that you're near them, so how do you bridge that gap? Obviously, it's going to be new players, isn't it? We're in January now. Is that the only way you're going to get near? No, but uh, this is not a problem of, uh, of transfer market or new players. And uh, there is uh, a lot of job to do. And uh, that uh, in this moment, I think that uh, also it's very difficult to to understand which part you have to to take before. To, to, to improve, uh, because there is a lot of of, of situation to improve. That uh, <laughs> we need uh, we need time, we need time, and uh, we need time uh, and uh, and patience. And uh, everyone has to to uh, to have patience. Uh, because I repeat, I think that uh, Tottenham in the last uh, in the last uh, years and. Uh, um, I think uh, the, the level has dropped, has dropped a lot, and now you have to fight. You have to fight for uh, to, to win every game, and uh, 
from uh, I started uh, my experience in Tottenham and uh, every game uh, we we have fought and uh, and uh, we struggled to win the game and uh, it wasn't a, a, a game that uh, you can say okay today it was easy then uh, it became easy but uh, we struggled every game and we have to know this but uh, we have to be humble to understand the, the moment of uh, the situation this moment of, of uh, our situation and to try to to continue to work uh, to to improve the level of our players and then uh, and then we'll see but uh, it's not simple to tell okay we go and uh, we go and transfer market the transfer market is uh, in January uh, it won't be easy it won't be easy and uh, now the most important thing to be focused and to try to to continue to work and to improve because um, the result in the league was good and uh, we reached the semi-final in the Carabao Cup and I think that for Tottenham this moment uh, to reach the semi-final is, uh, is a good target. Then uh, there is the, the, the second leg and uh, we'll see what happens. Can you get then this group of players to believe that they can get the victory they need next week against Chelsea? Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm always very honest with my players, and uh, today, and uh, a team was much better than other. I stop, and for this reason, we have to clap the performance of Chelsea, and uh, and, and and stop. Then uh, I, I like to tell the truth, and um, with a good lie, and uh, you don't go uh, uh, anywhere. And uh, I think that uh, they show it to be a, a really good team, much better than us. And uh, uh, but we have to try to to change the situation uh, uh, slowly, slowly. But because uh, it's impossible to change the situation in uh, uh, in uh, one uh, one second in one transfer market or in two transfer market. And there is a, a lot of job to do in Tottenham and. Uh, we need uh, a lot of time, and I repeat, it's important to have patience because uh, uh, we need to have patience, and also I have to. To uh, I need uh, to for me also to to have patience. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much. For our watching audience on YouTube, nearly six hundred of you watching us live. Uh, thank you so much. Bear in mind, and on the back of that kind of defeat. Bear in mind, it's not even easy to talk about, let alone even watch it. So um, again, guys, thank you so much for all the support. Really appreciate it. Um, as Jason rebounds here and says, cricket has started. Well, <laughs> there you go. It's uh, one of those nights, I'm afraid, where it's... He's uh, a glutton for punishment. And he's, <laughs> just had, he's just had Tottenham getting served up and now he wants to watch What's England. What, what's wrong with you, man? You're a masochist. I just don't want to talk Tottenham. That's why I want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about it either. We have to, right. Um... The, the Tiddlywinks replays on, on BBC 7 as well. <laughs> Any, anything. I'll, I'll even watch checkers at this rate, I tell you. Anything to get away talking like this, I tell you. Rick, we're going to come around to you to start the um, second part of the show. You know, Conte, um, the team selection is one of those things that when it comes out now, it's just it's, it's so heavily debated, it's criticised, it's absolutely... Um, yeah, it, it just doesn't... Listen, nobody will ever agree on the on the selection. Um, and we've got to be careful here because um, we obviously know there's a couple of players in the Spurs camp that have got COVID and obviously for medical reasons, we can't obviously talk about the players that have got it. Um, but obviously the team we saw was uh, adjusted slightly for Spurs, who still named quite a strong team. Um, we saw obviously Eric Dyer coming out of that back line and of course in, 
in Eric Dyer's place uh, with Jaffet Tanganga, really. And again, it's one where, let's be honest about it, fans of Jaffet Tanganga, we haven't, we, I think up until this point with Jaffet, there's been an element of concern about him whenever he's been in the lineup where he just hasn't looked secure. And then obviously we then had Matt Doherty operating as a left wing back, which I think to many fans just didn't really inspire them with confidence when that lineup come out. I mean, I think we saw the replies to the Spurs official Twitter feed. I mean, it was just <laughs> tweet after tweet after tweet on Doherty. But um, that team for Spurs, of course, uh, Regulon also dropping to the bench with uh, Matt Doherty in the side. We understand Regulon has got a slight hampering issue. So that team for Spurs, Red, Lloris, Tanganga, Sanchez, Davis, Emerson, Skip, Hoybier, Doherty, Lucas, Kane, Son. On the bench, Spurs had Galini, Austin, Rodanu. Again, can't seem to get a look at at the moment. It was behind Dyer, of course. Uh, Winks and Dombele, the Celso, Ali, Hill. Um, Chelsea did rotate their side, and obviously it meant Lukaku came back in after his apology in the midweek. Um, team, when it came out, Rick, I know, listen, I, I was very confident going to this game tonight. I can see us getting beat. What do I know? But, you know, did that team, when it came out, Rick, already set you on the back foot confidence-wise? Yeah, it did a little bit. It did a little bit. I mean, look, we, I, I've said it from the beginning since Conte's been here. If if he trusts them, then I trust them. All right. So there is part of me that is kind of like, all right, and cool. He's put these in because he trusts them, and let's go for it. Let's see what let's see what happens. But with my Tottenham head on, and you know how how we know how the team have performed this season under both managers. Seeing Tanganga there and Doherty. Doherty at left back, I just didn't, left wing back, I just didn't understand. Um, I didn't understand it the other day when he brought on Hill at right wing back and he still left Doherty at left wing back. Didn't understand it then. Um, but when I saw Tanganga in there, I was just kind of like, I think this game might be too big for him. I think the best thing for Tanganga would have been that loan in the summer, really, to because that's exactly what he needs. He needs rhythm. He needs, he needs, uh, you know, he needs first team football. Um, he needs to grow. He's still a young boy. There's loads of promise in him. You know, we've seen flashes of, of what he can bring to the to, to the side, and he needs a regular run of games to kind of get and hone his game. Um, so that once he comes back into the side, he can then perform. Um, so I think it was a it was a massive game for Tanganga, and you could see there was a lot of kind of the, the way that Chelsea pressed, especially in that first half. There was a lot of fear within Tanganga. I think Tanganga grew into the game in the second half a little bit more. Um, I mean, going to a back four, I think probably helped. Um, and then taking off uh, Doherty in the second half, I think it was, you know, it was probably the right thing to do. Rick, um, can I ask you, I just have yeah. interest. I mean, we're getting loads of comments coming through here. Can you understand what so far why Roden hasn't been given that opportunity? I think no. we have to say, I think we have to say as well that, you know, listen, Conte is one of the best managers in the world and he yeah. watches Roden in training every day. There's got to be a reason why Mourinho didn't really fancy him and now Conte didn't fancy him. There's surely more to this than just a non-selection, right? It has to be. Yeah, I mean, it com- I think it comes down to trust. Again, yeah. so he's he's seen him in training for the last two mm. months. Yeah. And, you know, he's put out to the press and put out to the fans that he's behind Dyer. So all of us, if Dyer's not playing, then we expect Roden to at least be in there and then kind of try and keep the shape and the solidity that we've had in the previous couple of games. But to shift Sanchez centre and then kind of put Tanganga on the, on the, as the right centre-back almost kind of shows you that he doesn't really fancy him. Yeah. Um, 
but we've seen it, we've seen Rodon play well for Wales and and stand up. Uh, it's a, yeah, when, but it's been a, needed. Yeah, it's been a key part for them generally. Rodon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I, again, he he needs a run of games. He needs all, a run of games. All, all I'd say there, and, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. What do we think of Ben Davis? We know he's not good enough. Mm. But you look at Ben Davis play for Wales, he looks excellent. So just because they look good playing for Wales mm. against Estonia doesn't yeah. mean to say you'll look good for Tottenham playing against, you know, Liverpool and Chelsea. It's it's and you're right. If if people are looking at him and, and managers are, you know, my despise for Mourinho, but I'll never I'll never say the bloke doesn't know anything about football. <laughs> and he's a, yeah. he's he's obviously a top defensive coach. He looked at him and didn't fancy him. And nor yeah. does Conte. There must be a reason mm. that, for whatever reason, so just because they play good for Wales against Estonia and Poland, it's not the Premier League. No, yeah, I mean, uh, but the, yeah. the only reason I mentioned his Wales form is because that's the only time that we've seen him consistently yeah. won. Yeah, it's so true. And, yeah. and, and, and we can see roughly what type of player he is. But the Premier League is a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball game. The pace, yeah. the power. The, mm. the te technical aspects of it, the skills, you know, like, and we've got, the, you know, Chelsea, they've got world-class players all over the pitch. doesn't matter what side they put out. Yeah. So I think, it, I think it, it, it would have been good to see him, I think, but um, obviously I think Conte doesn't fancy him, doesn't trust him in that back three. So I think he'll probably be on his way out this January. Interesting. Interesting for you, Rich, just on the team selection. Do, do you have any murmurings or any concerns about it? I know certain th fans, again, when it came out, you know, very critical. Um, I, have you got any, any, do you hold a judgment on what that team comes out or do you trust the manager that he sees his players in training day in, day out? It's Conte, therefore, surely have to trust his judgment. Well, what's he got to choose from, Rick and, and everybody? <laughs> yeah. You know, if, if, yeah, that's, if that's your choice, that's, that's your choice. I mean, there's obviously something... Really not right with Roden because he was he was being spoke of as being Dyer's uh, direct replacement if yep. Dyer was out. Yeah, and he and he, he hasn't come in tonight, you know. And as Jay said, Mourinho didn't fancy him. Conte doesn't fancy him. So there's Nuno something going on. No, Nuno, Nuno as well. So you know, he, with a couple of times he came in, bar that mistake versus Liverpool. He looked quite good, you know. He looks solid enough in the Wales side, but you know, within the Premier League, there's something that these coaches are seeing that they that they just don't like the look of. So, you know, Conte's got Hobson's choice in this. If that's all he's got left to play with in that squad is a Doherty and is a Tanganga, then that's what he has. To, that's what he has to go with. So, you know, he's <laughs> he, he has to play. The, the hand he's dealt, doesn't he? You know, is yep. but the, the trouble you've got is even further up the pitch. You know, defense isn't just a defense, your midfield is your defense, and your strikers are your defense. So, as soon as you're out of possession, you know, Son and Kane need to start doing whatever they need to do, and then it comes down to Hoybier and Skip, you know, across the middle. And maybe if you've got, uh, you know, Lucas there as well, or if Undembele's there. And Undembele, you know, that when he came on tonight, he actually put in a little bit of a shift, to be fair to him. I, yeah. um, you know, well, I, but, I, I so, put it down to just how poor everybody was in the first half. 
exactly. But so, I mean, Hoybier's well off, well off his straps yeah, at the moment well for off. some reason. He's well just off. like Massively, you know, he looks yeah, like just... he's running through treacle. So yeah. it, all of a sudden, him not performing is exposing yeah. a poor defence. Yes. So yeah. you know, you that, that's a double exposure when when you've got poor defenders or a defence which which is a second choice or not up to it. You need that midfield to double down and be even better to try and protect a poorer defence. So, you know, it goes from back to front. So you've got a poor defence being overexposed. It's a recipe for disaster. But, you know, to get back to the point, that's the hand Conte's been dealt. That's what he's got to play, isn't it, at the moment? Over to you, Daniel Levy. Yeah, I think Sorry. as well, I mean, you know, you, you looked at it tonight. Reggion, I believe, was injured tonight. Or yeah, he's got, ha- he's got a ha- hamstring issue at the moment. Yeah. Sessignon's out with COVID or whatever. Uh, Bergvine is, you'd think, right, well, maybe Bergvine could do a, a job there for one or two games if we're desperate. But he's not fit at the moment. Eric Dyer's not fit. Romero's not fit. He wants to keep a back three. So he wants Ben Davis to be the left-footed one of the three. So he mm. can't play at left wing back. Tanganga's not a left wing back. So, you know, you can have a go at Doherty and none of us want to see Doherty at left wing back. Most of us want to see him going up the uh, the M6 straight to Wolverhampton <laughs> or something. It's the only, the only left wing I want to see him in. But, one way, but one know, way, one in, way in fairness, what can Sorry, Conte do? But what can Conte do in that case? He can't yeah. play La Celso or Ndombele or Deli Alley at left wing back either, can he? Mm. So, mm, you know, his, his choices... Are, so, it, probably if you said to him yourself... Antonio, do you fancy Matt Doherty as a left wing back? He'd say, no, the bloke's a clown. But what's my choice tonight? Do I put three square pegs in three round holes or do I just try and limit it to one square peg in a round hole and hope that the the continuity of the team elsewhere, the glue can do enough to cover that in it? But if I have to start taking my centre-back to play at left-back because he's left-footed and leaves a hole there, who would have come in there? And then if I have to play Tanganga on this side, what happens over there? It's, it's too many conundrums to do. So I, I felt a little bit sorry for him tonight. And he probably doesn't want to play Doherty himself. But that's that's all that was available to us. Yeah. You, you, know, you, you know what, Jace? On, on Skip, though, um, I, I couldn't believe why he was taken off. I mean, I've got, I've got a text no. from Ricks as, as well. And, and talking about the midfield, you know, Hoiberg fumbled the ball so many times tonight, you know. Uh, got it, tried to turn, fumbled it, let, let Chelsea have, you know, so many times. And he, he you know, he's, he has been running to the ground. He was he, he was doing two and three men, men yeah. jobs last year. He's had yeah. the Euros. He's come back. I don't know whether he's had COVID or not. But if we're speaking about COVID now, luckily, Touchwood, I haven't, I haven't had it yet. So I don't know what the, what the after effects are, right? But a friend of mine did. And he said he got out of breath like cleaning the house. So he was clear and he's thinking, you know, he's jumping for joy. He's like, all right, cool. I can go out. I can do what I'm, I'm out of quarantine. But he, he cleaned his house and he was out. He was feeling it in his chest and he was a bit out of breath. So I don't know whether that's taken a toll on, on Hoiberg as well. I'm not saying that he has had no, COVID. A, I really a, don't good, know. But... It's a good point, Rick. I mean, again, we don't know. It's, it's hard because we're not disclosed the medical records. But I think you made a good point there. We, we are going to come on to Hoiberg in a bit more detail soon. But I, I just want to discuss... Uh, as painful it is as it is, we'll stick with you, Rick's. Um, that shambolic first goal, it just so so poor. I mean, five minutes it took for Chelsea to go ahead, and you know, it was just dreadful passing around the back, really. And Tanganga, you know, he plays almost like hospital 
underhit pass to Emerson and intercepted by Alonso and the shot goes in off Sanchez. It's it's something out of comic world. It's just it's top, it's a Tottenham own goal, isn't it? That's all you can describe. That is a Tottenham own goal. Yeah. Have you seen one? Yeah, yeah, and the, and the same with Davies's own goal. You know the fact that Tanganga heads it out, but heads it out onto Davies's head to go back into the goal. Like typical, typical. But um, it, it, it was just unnecessary. Like there was there was so much, so many times that an under hit or an over hit pass, yeah. Chelsea took advantage of, and and that's credit to them. Not that I want to give them it. No, you're right. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but that's credit to them because they hustled us every single time. They rallied round players left, right, and centre. So they forced us into mistakes left, right, and centre. And that first half, you see by the stats that we didn't have nothing. No. We couldn't get going. We couldn't get hold of the ball. We couldn't slow it down. We couldn't. We couldn't do nothing like in that first half because Chelsea were rampant. They were rampant all over us. So every little mistake was magnified by ten times. Yeah. Even more so than any other game that we've played this season so far. But even more so because Chelsea were they, they were on it. And and you know what? To go back to Jason's point about like Brighton, Burnley. Those that got uh, leads, those that got a, 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 you know, had a good performance against Chelsea or, or got a result against them. This is this is Chelsea versus Tottenham, totally different game. I, I've seen West Brom play like bloody well Brazil when they played us. Do you know what I mean? Like so, like, it's totally different game, bro. Like you know, the crowd were up for it. You know, they were singing, they were baying with that terrible bloody well song that I can't yeah, get out of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. so they were on it. They were left, left, right, centre on it. And Lukaku has something to prove as well today. Not that he done much, thank no, goodness. No, I think Sanchez handled him well. Yeah, but but they but they were there were players there that had something to prove. Son uh, uh, Niguez hasn't really played much for Chelsea. Something to prove. But their, their tackles, their niggles, their little snappy, bitey tackles around the ankles, everything forced us into mistakes left, right and centre. And they took advantage of it, bro. Yeah, I mean... And they did. The, the only thing I'd, I'd say, and like I said, I don't want to lay down and say, well, that, you know, give it give it up. But they did that to Liverpool on the weekend. They made Van Dijk look ordinary. They made Fabinho look ordinary. They made Alexander-Arnold look like, look like Emerson Royal. You know, they were miles better at times than Liverpool. So, you know, it, yes, it's not it's not pleasant to watch and we can always look at ourselves, but they're very clever that they can think, OK, we know Hoiberg's not comfortable with the ball, so we just stand off, we leave Hoiberg as the one to receive the ball and then the only person they'll pass to is him and then we hit him. You know, yeah. but they don't mark him straight away so that you're not going to pass it. They, they give that little gap to him so that the obvious mm. ball on is into Hoiberg and then they go. They're so good at laying much, traps, aren't they, Jace? They, yeah, they lay traps, aren't they? Traps they, they leave, exactly. Hoiberg, right, they leave him open to take the ball and wallop because they know yeah, they'll just possess him. And it's all right. Yeah. It's, clever. it's very clever. And then people can say, OK, well then, don't play it amongst yourself. Let's go long. But every time we went long in the first half, Kane and Son were just completely... So it was coming straight back at you anyway. As I isolated. So yeah. They got the ball yeah. in a different area of the pitch. Yeah. And then that, that then forces... Hoiberg and Skip sense that we're under pressure, so human nature makes you drop a little bit necessarily. I can't do my work, but but you drop off, and then suddenly that leaves a whole lot of gap in midfield, and they've got time when they've got the ball to pick their passes. It's not that it's you know that they're a better team than us, and and Tuchel was coached the work. They they are the champions of Europe. They may not be 
playing that great in the Premier League at the moment. But they won That's the Champions good. League by yeah. a certain reason. You know, they went to Manchester City and beat the well, they beat Manchester City what three times in a row right at the end of last season, didn't they? So yeah. you, you don't do that by fluke. That's for yeah. sure. And and you don't push Liverpool like that. And Liverpool's side Sunday was a lot better than the side that we played Liverpool against as well. Yeah. You know, Van Dijk was in it. Their proper midfield was in it. And they mm. were still able to do that. So, yeah. you know, in fairness to Chelsea, they're a better side. And they showed it. I must ask Rich a question. Uh, Rich, do you think from that first goal, was it ridiculous to go backwards from the free kick on the halfway line? I mean, there was no reason for Tanganga to put Emerson, I feel, under that pressure. And um, I just I just can't understand why Emerson's trying to shield the ball like that instead of kind of stepping inside to it. Can you understand just no. why we did that? I, I just... That- the whole move, Rick, was just a clown's car on fire, wasn't it? It was just the whole thing was was just exactly that. You know, it started with that. And then Tanganga trying to go short with that pass. You, you don't Why? do that Why? against Chelsea. Yeah. You've Why? got to put that up to the halfway line. That's short ball. And they're on it. You know, it's you leave a door open that much with this Chelsea side and they're in. I mean, we flung open the doors of a hangar for a 747 jumbo with that, didn't we? You know, it was like we opened the door and just invited them in. But, yeah. like, literally, if the doors open that much, they're on you. And, and yeah. it's open. We're flinging that door open. So, you know, it's not only are they a very good side, we just made it so damn easy. It's, it's like, you know, it's brainless, Rick. And that's, that's the difference. While, as Jason said, they're out there thinking, laying traps, you know, and not just playing football, but almost playing the chess of football, thinking that two moves ahead. If I leave Hoybier free here, the ball's going to go to him. You know, they're mm. like, they're, it's like chess masters, isn't it? You're play, sitting playing chess, you'll go, oh, I can move like king yeah. to queen's bishop seven. <laughs> uh, you know, they're but two moves masters, ahead. Yeah, they're two masters moves ahead. are seeing 10 moves ahead and they see you do that and you go, Oh, I've got him here, checkmating four moves now. Thank you mm. very much. And that 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 is the, that is the difference. But the whole thing is that yeah. brainless, switched off, not thinking, and it goes back to maybe needing a couple of older, wiser heads in the side. Even in training, if they're doing something, you know, bring Bell back on yeah. on on a free somebody like that who's now an older, wiser head. Coutinho screaming for for a club to take him to take him on at the moment, um, you know, because he wants to get back in that Brazil side. So there's somebody else that could maybe come come in, you know. But somebody of that level, maybe not Coutinho, Bell definitely. But when you're in training, those older, wiser heads will take somebody like Emerson. We'll take somebody like Tanganga and say to them, "Look, don't do that. Do this." If you do this, then this this will happen, you know. So there, there's definitely room for some older, wiser heads to learn mm. from those players and from Conte uh, as well. So at the moment, yeah. just the naivety kills us, Rick. It absolutely kills us. Yeah. And I've got to say, Richard, your analogies are getting so much now that people are actually creating emojis for them. They're Andrew McDonald. They're giving you <laughs> the sigh language to it. If you, uh, like I say, want to go through that, you know, like I say, press the button. <laughs> Don't press the red button. Uh, there's nothing on the red button apart from those uh, replays of the games. Don't press the red button. Um, Jace, I think you probably wanted to press the red button more than once tonight. Um, that second goal, I mean, where do we start with that? I mean, Davis trying to clear the ball. Uh, 
Hoybier saying though, smashing it straight to skip the allow it. Well, it, it depends where you want to start it. The Tanganga on the header, second goal. <laughs> the Tanganga Sorry, I'm, I'm, my head is my head is gone because where we are right now. But Tanganga there, there was the bit Hoiberg just smashed the ball across the face of our box. But yeah, they were the second that, goal. That, that was that was before, that was before, that was before that. But Tanganga heading against Ben Davis's shoulder. Should there be more communication in the box there? Well, should should if, the if you think about it, we we suffered from a ricochet in that goal twice because yeah. Davis mm. Sanchez actually made a really good tackle against Lukaku. And the ball ricocheted. He made a really good tackle when it really ricocheted off to Heiberg really straight back to him. And then he was on the floor and ends up making a foul. But, you know, so this is the first ricochet that goes against us, if you like. Ball could have gone anywhere from Davinson Sanchez. But it was a decent tackle. But mm. then they get the free kick. But, yeah, Hugo Hugo could comfortably come and take that ball and could actually take it here. It wouldn't have even well, been at full just, stretch. Yeah, but it would just, just be a just, normal catch. So, or just, or you just know, say something. Shout, do something. Yeah, say something. Well, and you, you usually always hear Hugo shout, get out, doesn't he? They're the only two words I think he knows in English at the moment. That's all I hear in the game is get out, get out, get out. But um, he'd be hopeless in I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, wouldn't he? Hugo? <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be giving up the trial straight away. But um, no, I mean, it, it was was a simple thing. Hugo could have come and claimed that ball at chest height even and, and it would have been dealt with. But you don't know if Hugo did shout something and, and Tanganga kind of panicked and, yeah. and just headed it anyway. I, the one I felt sorry for was Ben Davis, who had, he had no yeah, chance of getting out of Ben Davis couldn't do anything about that. No, but, no, no. But, uh, but yeah. that's what I mean. Those things happen at that ground more than... I bet if he did that at Morecambe on Sunday... It would go out for Ben Davis, it goes yeah, over the bar. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. And, and in any other Premier, even at Burnley, it will hit someone on the shot and go something. But because yeah. it's at Stanford Bridge, it's just yeah. like everything goes wrong that could possibly go wrong there. So it ends up in our net. It's, mm. it's they just... make those things happen, though, Jace, don't they? Yeah, things they like does, that. But... They make yeah. you make those mistakes, you know? Yeah. I know that, like, as you say, against Morecambe, it, it sort of cut, goes off the bar and goes out for a corner or something. But that's, that's you know, the sign of those types of sides. They make you make those mistakes. Yes. They yeah. put you under that, that pressure. No, they do. But that makes that makes you do that. And, you know, it's, it's, no, it's no mistake these mistakes happen. In, and it's if, always those guys, you know, Toby at mm, Anfield a couple of years ago, yeah, right yeah. again in the last couple of minutes, didn't he? Or yeah, give yeah. stupid penalties away in these games. Yeah. But you're right, it's it's they force you into those errors mm. because they they've pressurised you and you've lost your composure, and so you you just uh, you, you're kind of reacting like that without thinking. And, yeah, that, and yeah. you're right, that's the difference. I must say the the, um, the other, I think the other one I was trying to I was referring to at the time, Jace, was that uh, we had a couple before that we saw a. Uh, Davis try and clear the ball, and then Hoybier almost <laughs> saying that one smashed yeah. it straight into skip before yeah. the second one went in, and that allowed Havertz yeah. to have a shot. At that point, it was a difficult watch. That was at 1 0. Then we saw Tanganga ball watching, and luckily Rudiger fluffed his effort from over the bar. I mean, this is what I mean. There were so many chances that we could have easily been. Robert Lukaku with, with yeah, Davinson Sanchez just watching. 4 5 0 down. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Easily. Lloris couldn't, listen, he couldn't have done much in terms of the goals and, let's like say, but Tanganga, and from what we've seen tonight, he had a couple more shaker moments in the second half as well. A really bad day at the office for him. Um, Rick, will he come back stronger, Tanganga? Or do you think now he almost does need a loan elsewhere to go and get regular first-team Premier League football under his belt? I, I definitely think he needs a loan, Ricks. I mean, I think we're having a bit of the Carl Walker-Peter syndrome here, where we, where we held on to him too long as a squad player. 
Yeah. And he almost burnt out, you know, and it was almost like nobody trusted him after a while. Doing really well now, I must say, for Southampton with a regular run of games. Absolutely. And, you know, I, t- I totally get why the the idea behind keeping him, because obviously the clattering challenge in the first game of the season against Man City, you know, he looked impressive. He looked strong. And you could see, I think everyone got a little bit too excited too quickly and thought, oh, this boy, he's going he's gonna to go on leaps and bounds this season. But he definitely needs a loan right now, whether it's from January for the rest of the season or next summer, a, a fully year loan somewhere, either, you know, Scotland or, you know, championship level or even, doesn't matter where he goes, as long as he's getting some first team football under under his belt because there is a lot of good in Tanganga but he's very young he's very raw it's easy for someone like Chelsea to make it push him into into panic stations do you know what I mean and they did it they did it and they've done it so well Um, so I think he definitely needs a loan Ricks definitely yeah Uh, Crackers want to come around and you ask you about Davinson Sanchez you know he was unfortunate with the early Chelsea goals we mentioned because um, he he rushed Mm. out the ball had been fighting from close range I mean Overall, you know what, I thought where he's in that kind of this makeshift back three, um, he actually had some really good moments today. I think he defended really well against Lukaku, especially towards the end of the game. Lukaku was almost through at one point, you know, shuffled him onto his yeah. uh, wrong foot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tell you what, apart from that, really, I think, you know, apart from the, the first half where he looked a little bit shaky, I thought he's coming along strong, Sanchez. I don't think I'd ever say that, but I think he's been one of those players under Conte so far that has improved. Yeah, he's no, he's he's definitely stepped up, Rick, and he's you know he, he's not spectacular, but he's now solid. Mm. He's dropping a yep. lot of those silly mistakes that he was making. He's learning yep. from them and he's pr- progressing. And you know we go back to those baby steps again of being the best of the rest. So somebody like Sanchez playing at that level is going to be good enough for us at the moment. You know, it's, would he make a Chelsea side? Probably not, but we're not at their level as as a whole team. So where we are at the moment, I'm, I'm really quite pleased with what he's done. And don't yeah. underestimate just how difficult Lukaku is to well, deal with. And he was up He's, for it tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, M- Michael Dawson was talking before the game and he said he's played mm. against Lukaku. He's, you know, couldn't barely get out of bed for two days after. He smashed him all around the place. You know, he's, he, Lukaku's a huge lump. I can't yeah. wait till uh, Adama Triore man marks him in, in, <laughs> you know, when, when we play him again in February. Feb March. Imagine them two, the irresistible force well, versus might, the immovable be, uh, object. I've managed Jace. to get Jace to put his head in his hands. That's no it. Tell, Show's no over. Tell. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I've even Jace. made him pull the jumper up. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't tell Jace. He might be man marking in training come the end of January. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. The cricket's on. One third. Right. It's been good to catch up with you, boys. But... Uh... But uh, talking about Adama Traore to Tottenham, I think it's time I, I went a bit. Can, can I can I can I properly finish you off, Jason? Ask you to tell me easy. what you thought of Emerson Royale. Uh, yeah, easy. Uh, easy. Tell me what you thought of Emerson Royale's performance. Um, it's caught on his heels for the caught on his heels for the first goal. Very little going forward as well as a wing back. And I must say, I know Lee might be watching. Um, and we had a little bit of a. Uh, we had a little bit of a tate-a-tate on the old WhatsApp group, me and Lee, backwards and forwards with Emerson. I mean, listen, good luck to Lee. He thinks he's going to come good. Um, well, you was on one this morning. You were, I was reading I'm the message. Dyer. I thought, blimey. I mean, you, you've, you've, 
you've ripped half the team before we even kicked off here. I thought, blimey, I thought Eric Dyer's shagging your wife and you've got somebody <laughs> else is obviously doing things to your front garden mm. or something, digging all your plants up or something. But I thought, what's happened to the team here? I couldn't believe it. Well, Emerson, though, quickly, Jase, on Emerson. Do, do you think he's got to Ben Davis being six out of ten? I know. Listen, Ben Davis done well tonight. Um, he couldn't do anything about that own goal tonight, Ben Davis. And uh, you know, very quickly on him, he was one of the best of the bunch there. I thought Davis at the back. I think he had a bad game, Davis. But uh, Emerson, what do you honestly think? I mean, he's a player at the moment that is really polarising the fan base. I'm putting that politely. It needs to improve. It needs will to he improve. improve? But... Will, he, will he improve? <laughs> Well, we've, we've talked about how much Conte's improved a lot of these mm. players. So, but he's improved them to a level that yeah. that he's, he's improved them by ten percent. I mean, well, we're I'm hearing listening to some well, of the well, shows, and, we're already, and we're, already to, hearing, we're already hearing talk that he's looking already for a new right wing back. What does that mean for Emerson? Well, I think he'll want a better one. He'll want one with more quality going forward. Um, but you know, it, it's I, I, I see what Lee's saying. It's a little bit early to to, to call a bloke absolute. SHIT yeah, and draw yeah, a line yeah. under him. We're not at that stage yet because the, the chance, but who's better, Emerson Royal or Matt Doherty? They're no, the two I, he's got to pick from. Yeah, yeah. That's all he's got to pick from at the moment. Yeah. So he's going to worry. Pick it's worrying, Royal. though. It's, all, it's worrying already, though, that you know this guy's only come um, a few months ago and he's getting already a lot of stick, to be fair. I mean, you know, Twitter, I know Twitter is one of those places where you've got, you know, it's always quite Twitter's Twitter, right? You know, you know what it's like on there. Spurs Twitter, especially. I mean, a lot of a lot of dogs abuse for Emerson already. You know, there is a lot of dogs abuse, but you're one that's that thinks somebody's going to go to Bayern Munich and win the Ballon d'Or three years after he signed. So, Don, but, no, I think know. no. I'm, I think even you've given up on that one. Now. Yeah, no, I have given up. On that. I, can, I can promise you, I've given up on that one now. I do promise you. So if, all I mean is, if you give one bloke three years, you at least mm. give somebody three months. No, of yeah. course. Listen, of course. I mean, Rich. Listen, you're always honest, Rich, on players from when you've seen them. It's early mm. days with Emerson. Um, will he improve under Conte? Do you think? Do, do you know what with Emerson at the moment? Like, if he was a lollipop man, you wouldn't cross with him, would you? You really would. You'd, you'd go, you'd go further down the road and cross somewhere else, wouldn't you? Because him and crossing is just like not happening. So, like, but I don't know, Rick. There's just, I just see something in him. I, I, I really, I don't know what. I just see he's got something. Got great physique. Every, he is. He's tall. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I just all of a sudden I see a little bit of skill or a little turn, a little flash. There's like these little glimpses, and you think mm. to yourself, mm, "Can you join those all together yeah. and knock a bit of the silliness out?" And there, there's a player there. He's almost like he, he may be one of these freestylers that just happens to be like, you know, I, I don't know. There's there's a baller in now. But can can that be brought out and, and disciplined? And I think he's very similar to Brian Hill. You're seeing him, and I, I really like him. And you saw him like Brian Hill at the end of the game tonight. Mm. That you know that little sort of run down the wing and little turn, jink, little jink, little, yeah, little, little jink. And you know, I forget who that was. He was up against there. He nearly had to pay to come back in. And it was like <laughs> you know, but that that's it. You know, it's like do that but do it constantly. And these mm. little flashes of Emerson, do that, but do it constantly with a bit of discipline. So I, think, I can't I can't decide with Emerson at the I moment. Think as well, I think world as well. beater or, or panel beater, I just, I, I don't know which way he's going to go, Rick. You know, he's been given a lot of flack for his, for his crossing, which hasn't been good. But, and then I, I see that, that thing that, you know, his, his, his percentage of crosses 
that have been accurate, he's, he's on a level with, with all the wingbacks we're supposed to be buying, like Tariq Lamptey and that. So there's that part to it. But you, you also need the movement in the box to do it. Now, Emerson Royal in the first half actually played a really good little neat ball into Kane. Was was the ball? It was Kane point. Kane almost wanted the ball there, and yes. Emerson Royal actually played a. It was a, a pass, not a cross. A pass into it. And Rudiger just moved Kane out of the way, so it just runs into touch, and everyone thinks, "Oh, terrible ball!" But it was actually a really good ball. It's just, mm. and it, like I said, it was at the right weight, and it was everything right for Kane to to say, "Right, get onto that." But Kane didn't get onto it, so it becomes a bad pass. But was it a bad pass or was it just poor play from Kane that doesn't get onto it? So it becomes yeah. a bad pass. But, that you know, that was a prime example of it's you can't always look at because his cross doesn't complete that it's a bad cross. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not the, the only thing. Yeah. No, that's fair. But, I mean, um, but he certainly needs yeah. to improve a lot for sure. I'm not yeah. saying that. I, I, think we, I think we can all agree on this. I mean, Matt Doherty lasted just a 45 minutes and a... Uh, I think he did very little in it to prove that he's got a future at Spurs. I think he'd be one that I think we can all safely say if the opportunity comes in, the right offer, I'm sure we'd be uh, looking to move well, him he, on. He was one that, that when we had a one glimmer of a move in the first half where he actually ended up in loads of space on the left and they found him. Yeah. And you thought, right, now <laughs> now good. get a chance from it. And he dallied so long getting the ball yeah. under control. It was t- And you thought that was a real chance to get something going, at least win a corner from it or something, yeah. get some pressure. I just, I, mean, I, I just hope he doesn't read, uh, doesn't read social media, Spurs is, uh, well, Spurs is social media, that is when that, when that team gets Do you know what Matt Doherty's going to become? In five seasons' time, I'm going to be doing one of my shit quizzes at the end of, end of the show, and I'm going to do a question, I'm going to go, uh, you played, played in defence, came from Wolves, uh, and you'll go, oh, yeah, um, who is it? Um, yeah, um, oh, what was his name? His name? That, yeah, that's gonna be yeah. him in five seasons' time. He's gonna be one of those ones, he's you know, like Johnny Blondell, like you know, he's one, yeah, one of them Chimovich. ones that's just yeah, gonna, Simovich, yeah, yeah. he's just gonna go into the ether of your memory. Crackers. Crackers, and, and we still remember Tremazani, mate. So yeah, he's going he's going into one of those, isn't he? I'm never hosting he a legends night with him, am I? Put it that way. <laughs> I think you're the well, you are the you are the legend. You are the legend. <laughs> but but, but you, you you know what, boys, on, on Emerson as well. Remember that like he's come from a different league. Again, yeah, we've already established that Premier League is a totally different ball game. His link-up play with Lucas is getting better game in, game out. I think one of the big things, there was an interview early on uh, where Lucas was interviewing Emerson and um, he, he spoke, Emerson spoke about the language barrier and how he likes to learn the language so that he can communicate and understand what's going on on the pitch and so he can communicate his type of football to the rest of the boys as well. And I think the more that he kind of gets that under his belt, I think we'll see improved performances from him. Um, also, on the Adama thing and on the Doherty thing, on getting in another right wing back, it's because that position right now has become extremely important for us. You know, those two... So with Conte here. Yeah. With, with Conte here. here. You know, he said it the other day. They've got to be a defender, a winger, a midfielder and a striker that are our wing backs. So bringing in somebody else so that we can rotate the wing backs and we can have different options of a wing back, I think is important. And Doherty, we all know that Doherty ain't the man. So if he, if we can get rid, 
if we can sell Doherty, um, then bringing in another right wing back is not necessarily to bring him in to replace Emerson. It's to compete with him and to kind of give him the push as well, you know? So I, I don't think it's as bad as kind of saying that Emerson is rubbish. I think there's, there's a lot to come from him. There's, you know, he came playing as a right back, not a right wing back. So he's learning a new role as well. He's, learn, he's learning all the time, you know, what his teammates, the, 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 the runs that his teammates make left, right and centre. It's not a coincidence that he can consistently finds Lucas when he does find a player. You know, so a little bit by a little bit, I think they could be, he, he could be very good. And if anyone's going to get the best out of him, it's going to mm. be Conte. So, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, moving on to the midfield, I mean, listen, Skippy is always you know, battled away in the middle of that park. Uh, I think he can count himself very unlucky to be taken off. I, I couldn't really understand that one with Morecambe mm. on the weekend. I can understand if we were playing, you know, you know, a, you know, a superior Premier League team at the weekend, but um, wasn't the case. And I know that that really infuriated fans that we saw, um, you know, Skippy going off, and obviously then uh, Winksy replacing. Obviously, Winksy came on as well um, towards the end of that game. But I mean, Hoybier. We'll touch on Hoybier very quickly. I know, Jace. Uh, I know we we're saying we don't want to go through all the team, but Hoybier for you, Jace. Um, at the moment, another game really below the standards that he set when he first came in. Um, I think many will feel that he was fortunate not to get hooked when Winks came on. It's just something that's not right, is there? I mean, Rick said earlier, maybe again, if he was one of those that had COVID um, with the original set, obviously the original batch of players, I mean, it could be again a, a situation with that. I mean, we don't know that for sure. Um, it's hard to, you know, be too privy on you know the medical health of players. I mean, Hoybier, would you be in favour of maybe taking him out the team, Jace, to give him that rest? It seems like he doesn't need that break from it. Yeah, I mean, the last couple of games, I would have taken him off in uh, over over Oliver Skip, um, even at Watford. Did Skippy go off at Southampton as well, didn't he? Did Skippy go off at Southampton? I think he did. Uh, or did Skip start at Southampton? I can't remember. No, Skippy didn't start at Southampton, did he? No, he was uh, on the bench. Rightly. He I was think, left yeah. out. But, yeah. but um, yes, I would have done. I, I would take Hoiberg off in front of Skip because he's not comfortable with the ball. Um, and I think, you know, that, that's, like I say, I think teams are starting to see are happy to let Hoiberg have the ball in certain areas and that's that's what they'll do to us so yep it, it, another one that's that's not not playing at the level but this is this is our problem <laughs> there's so many to replace isn't there yeah yeah i mean rich to you and hoy pierre um are you in favor maybe giving a, a bit of a break from the team that's what's being called for you know from from some spurs fans on social media that he just needs that little bit break from the team i think as well with Hoiberg, the difference is that when he came into a Mourinho side that's just going to sit in two two huge lines with on the edge of our box, and all he's all he's got to do is cover a little area and make a tackle and make a brave block, and, and then you know let let everybody else break up fields. But now he's he's he almost needs to bring the ball and start making passes. Then you're not playing to he probably himself knows he hasn't got those qualities. So that that's part of the problem. Yeah. You're asking him to do a different role, even though he's he's still the this person in midfield, you're giving, letting him have the ball a lot more and telling him to pick passes as well, and he can't do it. Yeah, I mean, anything to add for you, Rich, on Hoybier that you see at the yeah, moment? It's, I think it's I think it's a double whammy of him dropping off in his performances and the emergence of Skip. So, so where where is he was in a side under Mourinho and was actually putting a shift in? You know, it was obviously that there was players that wasn't playing for Mourinho and wasn't playing for Nuno, um, 
he was maybe one of those honest players that did try and put it in. So he looked he looked more champagne than he was. Now, um, you know, he may be weighed down by a few things and Skippy coming in. He's looking a little bit more lemonade, isn't he, than, than, than champagne. So I think, it's a, I think it's a double whammy of him dropping off and the emergence of Skip is making him look even worse. I, 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 he needs a rest, Rick. I don't know whether he needs a rest or whether he's just just dropped off. Just dropped off. And if that's the case, he may have to be one of those that goes. But the, but the yeah. problem you've got, again, is selection. Because of course. This yeah, we've got many options. We've not got know, much he, can't, he can't trust Dembele and he can't no. trust Delhi to come in and do any no, well, sort of roles Delhi, yeah, across no role the, for the middle there. So, so yeah. again, it comes back. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a several-headed beast at the moment, isn't it? Hoiberg needs a rest, but we haven't got players to to to, to be able to trust. Yeah, the, 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 you know, he is looking like the Danish Stefan Freund at, at the moment <laughs> as yeah. a twisted complex. Says you know, so uh, yeah, it's it is it's it's a problem, but he's he's not where he was. That that's I, for I, sure. I also feel though. I mean, Rick, quickly on Hoybier, we want to move on. Um, I also feel the emergence of Skip has almost really, um, I would say, done Hoybier in. I, I, that, that's why I would describe. It. I think I think the way in so quickly Skip's emergence to the team, the way he's grown so quickly has almost, I would say, um, lessened the opinion of the ability of Hoybier as a player. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, Skippy's coming in with a lot of energy. Um, he's coming in with a point to prove. He loves the club. He's grown up with the club. He's, he's you know, like I don't know if you saw him as a kid in the little Tottenham top a little while, a while back on Twitter there. So there's a lot of kind of heart and passion and and want to prove and want to succeed and want to achieve with Tottenham from Skippy right now. I think Hoiberg is, he's got a bit of that warrior spirit about him. And I think even if he had, you know, if he was in battle and somebody chopped off his leg and his, and his right arm, he'd still be like, listen, boys, I'm going to go fight. Let's fight. I'm with you. You know, and a bit like Lamella did under, under Mourinho and under a couple of uh, managers, actually. <clears throat> he played when he wasn't fit many a time because he had a bit of that warrior spirit to be like, nah, all right, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Even though I'm not 100%, I'm here for you. And maybe mm. Weyberg is a bit like that, where he's like, boss, I'm here for you. I'll do it. I'm here. Don't worry, yeah. I can play. You know, I might not be 100%, but I can play and I'll do it. And yeah, and maybe that's a bit kind of, it's hurting himself right now. I think like, That's all, not enough all, though, Rick, is it? That warrior spirit just isn't, that isn't enough. I'd go got, out there the with a warrior there. spirit yeah, for Spurs, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm 18 stone and would make a right ash of it. It's just, it's not enough. You know, there was no warrior spirit at all from somebody like Berbatov who couldn't, who just couldn't care less. No, yeah. But you take him in your team all day long because he was just such a great footballer. Yeah. So that yeah. that's the problem, you know, that, that, ah, oh, yeah, you know, like Freund is such a cult hero, but he was bobbins, wasn't he, really? You know, because when he was injured, he jumped into the stands and bought everyone a beer at halftime in block 31 and 32. <laughs> everyone everyone loved him, but he used that to cover up for his, for his shortcomings. So that warrior spirit 
it just just doesn't cut the mustard. You need to have the warrior spirit and be and bloody the, and good the, as well. And the ability. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I agree. But I think a lot of the, re, uh, you know, it was only a couple of months ago, a, a lot of fans were saying that Heiberg would be perfect for a captain because of the way he spoke and the way he stood up. And yeah. before Heiberg turned up, we didn't really have a midfield. He was empty in midfield. I, didn't, I don't care who played there. You know, mm. I know Winks had a, had a run before Heiberg turned up. And it was like there was it was like nobody was there. You know, people could run through us like nothing. It was only when Hoiberg turned up that he, they, that we started to have a bit of a midfield and we started to be a little bit solid in the middle. I'm not saying that he's the answer, but what I'm saying is that Warrior Spirit is probably making him play when he's not close to 50% fit yeah. or close to 50% of his ability. I'm with you, Rick. I mean, for me, I, I still think, you know, we haven't, you know, I don't think we've grown beyond Hoiberg being part of the squad. But mm. I, I would now question whether he's good enough to make Spurs' first 11. And yeah, I, I, I just, all, all I'd ask, Rick, mm. is, and, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but yep. who, who is your guaranteed midfield pairing? At the moment, well, that's a difficult one. I, I, you know, you that, yeah, and that's, that's the problem, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, that skip, is the problem. It's skip and one. The problem is that other one is who do you exactly. trust next to him? And this is exactly. the ultimate question, isn't it? And this is the biggest problem. Um, we touched on Harry Winks. Didn't really make a much of an impact in that second half, um, as he did in recent games. Uh, Mora hooked after the 68th minutes. Let's be honest about it. Mora tries to make things happen, but a quiet game for him. Um, just want to touch on Son very quickly, because um, huffed, huffed and puffed maybe tonight. I mean, wasn't really his night, Son. I'm seeing a lot of criticism from him online, Son, Son at the moment. I mean, listen, he's, as you said, Rick, for you, he's one of your favourite players. I mean, mm. Jace. Is that criticism fair at the moment? I mean, we saw the, you know, we saw him against uh, the winning against Watford being so elated and, you know, patting everybody on the head and, you know, geeing everybody up. The passion's there. Is his performances there at the moment for you, Jace? I mean, some. Well, his, his performance tonight was absolutely zero. I mean, at least Lucas Mora looked like he was trying to do something, but Sonny never looked like he was going to do anything. It was, I don't remember a thing in the game where I thought, go on then. You know, and you thought it is a chance, but absolutely nothing for him. So, um, and Kane was the same tonight, let's be honest, with in, in open play, other than a, the, the, suddenly Kane hit the target from a free kick, which is better than he usually does from a free kick. But that apart, you know, those those front two were anonymous. But that's credit to Azpilicueta and Rudiger and, and those players that just, you know, they had them in their pockets, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Rich, very quickly, Brian Hill. I feel like I have to ask. I feel like I have to come to you on Brian Hill because of the, uh, the connection, right? I mean, um, listen, I think we touched on it earlier. A lovely good touch um, and set the cells up for a chance. Again, a little cameo from him. I presume hopefully we'll see him at the weekend against Morecambe, fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. I, I really do. As I say, that, that little turn against Pulisic that somebody put up. Thank you very much because I forgot who that was. There's a little glimpse of what he can do, but he's a long way off. He's a project, Rick. He is really is a project. Like I keep saying, stakes and gym, stakes and gym. That's what, what he needs. He's nowhere near Premier League at the mm. moment, but he's got an engine on him. Yeah, he yeah. might just be a little bit of a wild card in games at the moment because he, he has got the ability to do what he done against Pulisic tonight. Mm. And sometimes... Just that little bit of a wild card, a little little bit of a maverick almost, can buy you that little 10 yards and that little pass that creates something. So, uh, you know, playing him against Chelsea for 90 minutes, no. But yep. in certain games, start dipping him in. And look, you're not going to know if he's any good unless you give him some minutes. 
So yeah. you might have to start giving him some minutes and see if there is something there. But there definitely is a player in there. I'm, I'm telling you that for fact. There is 100% a player in there because I've just heard how much the Spanish rave about him. So, you know, and they know a player. It's as simple as that. They, and they don't rate players. I always say this every show, unless they're good. And, and he's rated. So uh, I don't know. He's, he just needs he needs time. Rick, yeah. and, and, and the game... The problem with time is, isn't it? The problem with time is, as we all know, with football, patience... You don't get it. No, and, and if cool. he if he does go and tear it up at Morecambe at the weekend, he's yeah. also then up against... Well, it's only Morecambe. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you've got to give players... A, let's look at Bell. Bell just couldn't... Nothing. It was like 28 games or something, wasn't mm. it? And it was his skinny yeah. run of a kid and he got that injury and he come back... And he looked like, you know, a, a diet Adama Traore, didn't he? You know, he bulked out and 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 there he was. And, and he went on to do what he'd done. So, you know, don't write off players too too early. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like him. There's, there's something there. I'm going to keep uh, banging the drum for Brian Hill. And uh, let's see what happens. He'll be gone next season, won't he? He'll be, back. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be off to rail <laughs> of your dad, won't he? He'll be gone of your dad. He'll be question four uh, <laughs> on the shit quiz just after Matt Doherty, who was the Spanish kid that played for us in five years. What's time, worrying about that shit quiz is it's becoming more and more modern by the day now. It's, it's a 2021 edition. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, LaCelso, I mean, listen, he uh, tested Kepa with a low shot. Uh, nothing really much more from LaCelso. Again, What's happened with him in this window? Who really knows? Uh, Kane, I mean, listen, he barely saw the ball in that first half, Harry Kane. Um, second period, he again, had a free kick, tested Kepper. I mean, looked isolated without a lot of service that game. I mean, after the game, he posted and said, paid the price for a poor first half, but the tie isn't over. Great noise from the away end. Remember, that's Kane or his PR team. I'll let you be the judge of that. Um, Kane, very quickly, boys, we'll talk about Morecambe. Jace, Kane? Well, I, well, I've just I've just said about Kane, haven't I? You know, it was offered nothing, and like I said, the Emerson ball in that first half was a prime example. He wanted the ball played there, and then yeah. as soon as it was played there, Rudiger just muscled him out of the way, and he barely took a step towards it. So, you know, for a person yeah. that wants to win trophies, well, he's got to turn up in these games. I was, about, I was about to say this, Rick. So these are the games that um, Kane will be banging on about, saying he wants to win. He wanted to leave the summer for these kind of reasons because he wants to win trophies. These are the games to turn up in, right? Do you know what, Rick? May I just jump in there Please, with, with Kane? Yeah. Cool. Um, he's more than good enough for us and where we are, but he, he isn't world-class. I've just I've never said it because world-class yeah, yeah. players actually get older games like Take tonight the game the by the, the scruff neck, of the they? neck Absolutely. and go and get you that one goal to keep mm. you firmly in it. Or yeah. go go and turn it round, and and Kane just doesn't do it. He, he doesn't Ominous. do it as yeah. much as he's a bricklayer that got no bricks tonight. Again, yeah. like you know, when you're a world class bricklayer, you get yourself down. You know, build base or sell codes, Like they can send me a tenner for the advertising. Thanks very much. And go and get your own bricks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're not getting a delivery of them, jump in your van and go and get them. Do you so, know what's interesting? Yeah, you know, Andrew, I've seen his post a couple of times. He's criticized. Easy to criticise Kane, yet reluctant to criticise Son. Uh, very quickly, I thought, on... just, 
We just we did a criticise him. I said I he did absolutely no. nothing tonight. I've been both, both of them the same. Solomon Kane's exactly both of them been very quiet yeah. the last four or five yeah. games. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, I think, um, we don't try to sugarcoat things here on the show. We try and tell it as it is. I think both of them haven't been up to the standards that we know they can be. I mean, listen, Kane had been scoring on, I think, three goals in a row. Um, they look like there's going to be a, you know, some form of comeback there. Yes, we're only obviously one leg in. Hopefully, we're going to turn it around. I think- but. I think the the one difference, you know, with players like that, where people say you don't criticise them, and you know, I haven't been on the last couple of shows, but I've heard lots of criticisms for for Son in those games. The yeah. one difference is that even in a poor game, he's still been able to do something oh, in like, a game. Like that's ended up, so he takes the yeah. free kick late on. It's him that wins the penalty at Southampton. Um, so uh, you know, he's still able to do some things in a game even when he's poor and that's that's the difference between you know why sometimes he maybe gets protected because as much as you're thinking he didn't do this and he didn't do that it's also in your mind but he did do that so that's that's why i think players like yeah. that don't don't get called out as much as others because their poor performances can still include one or two things that that have got quality to it yeah, I'm conscious. We're going to fill in one more player. We're going to do two minutes on Morecambe. Just a, just a prediction and we are going to be finishing. Uh, Ricks, um, we'll come to you to save Jason this it's question. five minutes until tomorrow. So we've got four <laughs> minutes to I'm do the show. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. All right, uh, I'll try and be quick, Jason. And Dombele, Ricks, give us your verdict very quickly. You know, he um, obviously played as the number 10 when he came on that second half. He was put through his uh, rigorous uh, session there before he came on. And Dombele, do you reckon he'll be staying? Uh, it's sounding unlikely. It's sounding unlikely, Ricks. And, um, you know, you know, what can you say about Ndombele that we haven't already said on this show, you know? Um, I would have loved... I know what what Jason's saying. (laughs) He said, don't ask me. I'm not going to... I won't be asking you, don't you worry. (laughs) I would have have loved him to turn up tonight and totally kind of change the game for us. But I I think it, it is due to a lot of credit for for Chelsea, you know, yeah. like, you know, Rudiger was immense tonight. Um, yeah, he was. You know, he, even that, even the, their other centre-back, Malang Sar, who I, I'm sure it was an elbow. I mean, I didn't watch it for too long. I didn't see the replay, but I'm sure it was an elbow on Kane. Correct me if I'm wrong, boys. I don't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, I mean, they were solid. They were solid. They, they like the boys have said from the start of this show, they set traps and they, they knew how to defend against us. We're, mm. we're a tier one Conti level right now, yeah? And we're like, like the boys have been saying, we're building baby steps little bit by little bit, but we're tier one. They had Conte, I don't know how many years ago. So they've done tier one Conte. They've done that. They dropped a little bit. Then two shows come in. He's coached them well. He's drilled them well. They've got, they, they know what style of play they're playing. They know they've got the winning mentality, like the boys have said. So you wrap that all all together, plus the Champions League last season. And that's mm-hmm. why they're at the level that they're at. But exactly yeah. like Jason, the boys have been saying, we need to be just taking these baby steps. So little bit by little bit, we get up there. But on the ballet bro, I really don't know. I really, really don't know anymore with him. I would have loved him to be the man that we all want him to be, but he just hasn't yeah. really turned up as yet. You know what's weird though, Rich? Coming on to you to close this mm-hmm. segment. Um, <laughs> Come on, the shipyards are playing doing it, I'm doing it. or something. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Got the quiz to go yet, Jace. It's only 11 o'clock here in no the Canary quiz. Islands. That's just tomorrow, the quiz. <laughs> Rich, Rich, the funny thing is though um, that uh, I haven't told the mic now because of, of, of the feedback volume. But um, Fabregas, um, when he was at Chelsea, the Conte he took six months to get into the team, 
Ericsson mm. took six months to get into the inter-team. So is it almost a way though when Dombele could still be there and he's just oh. testing? I'm only, ask, I'm only asking Rich, do, do you think there's a future for him? Someone's got to take him, Rick. That's oh, the course. problem. So, so it's all very well saying, like, let's get rid of him. But is the club going to take a big, that big hit on him to go? And that's the problem. It's not people coming in. It's getting people out the door. And you know, the, the thing is, like Undembele, like many others, like Rodon, like La Celso, like, like, and like, and like, there's so many there that need to go. You can't get rid of them all in one go. Uh, so, you know, some of them, he's got to keep blowing smoke up their backsides and telling them how great they are when really he wants them gone, but he can't get rid of all of them. But yeah. Undembele is one of those ones that probably needs to be gone just just for to free up a wage, yeah, to be honest, because it's a huge, huge wage. I yeah. just I, I really wish he put it in. I wish he'd just all of a sudden get it, you know, mm. because man alive, there's a player there. But mm. it's not gonna happen. So, yeah. you know, it's we've got to be ruthless and just get rid of these these people. Look, look, there's look, I've got a fire at home, I've got to leave. <laughs> the house is on fire. Well, I wish Jason... Dembele was on fire. <laughs> well, for, J- for Jason's for Jason's sake, we're gonna uh, like I say, leave the Chelsea uh, review there. We are gonna go for our final break of the show. For our listeners and audio, you're gonna hear from a very very uh, lovely Malcolm fan who's given us a massive preview of Malcolm to come um, on the weekend. Phoenix Fifty One is a powerful employee technology enabling organisations to make data driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey, from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people, enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions, but also how to benchmark, train, and retain them. Phoenix 51, powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey. Hi, my name is James Main. I'm a Morecambe fan and have been since birth. And I've been going to Morecambe games regularly since the age of about five. So I remember the days in the conference uh, when we were playing at Christie Park. And this uh, game against Tottenham will be the fourth game we've played in the FA Cup third round. And it's the first one that I've been lucky to attend. Obviously, we played Chelsea in the FA Cup last year. But, you know, you know what happened last year. Um, Games were behind closed doors. So we all had to watch on TV as Chelsea beat us 4-0 at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Mason Mount stopped scoring a stunning goal and Timo Werner scoring one of uh, the only goals he scored for Chelsea uh, that season. Now, as for this game, um, it's going to be a really, really tough one on paper for us. Um, obviously, this year um, has been a... A big year in our history, having been promoted to League One for the first time. Um, We've had many more fans jump on board. Season ticket sales have gone through the roof. Um, We we used to have about 700 season ticket holders year on year. We've now got over 2,500 season ticket holders. Um, um, we've, We've doubled our average attendance at least... Um, over the last few years, thanks to our success. Now, going into um, Sunday's game, we come into this not in great form. Um, We've had two wins 
in the league since the end of November. Um, and, you know, we we had a bit of luck in a way in, in those two games. Um, we beat Fleetwood on the 20th of November with a last-minute screamer. You've probably seen it from Cole Stockton, um, which sent us wild people. It, the scenes in that way and were, were crazy. People lost their phones, lost their keys. I just lost my friends. I didn't know where they'd gone. Um, and then, obviously, um, on the 2nd of January, uh, we came from 3-0 down to beat Doncaster 4-3, which obviously is a big boost for us. Um, we're battling against relegation in League One. And just looking at um, how Tottenham have done under Antonio Conte, has really got them playing. Um, am I right in saying that they're unbeaten in the last eight games or something? Um, it's going to be a, a tough, tough game. Now, as for our side, um, we've been switching between two different formations recently. Um, recently, um, Stephen Robinson adopted um, a, a back three. Um, so we had um, Anthony O'Connor uh, and two full-backs, um, Ryan McLaughlin and Liam Gibson playing in a back three. Um, it worked against Fleetwood when we played them the other week in total fog. Um, but against Crew, um, another game that we, it was a must-win must game, we just crumbled um, and we lost 2-1. Um, so when we played um, Doncaster a couple of days ago, we ditched that formation and went back to 4-3-3. And... Um, you know, four three three worked well for us at the start of the season, and um, you know, obviously we're three 0 down to Doncaster, who had only scored three goals away from home all season before that game. Um, so, you know, we were in meltdown, um, not knowing what what was going to happen, thinking we're destined for relegation, and then they, you know, they pulled that out of the bag in the second half. We've made one transfer so far in the transfer window. There could be one more player at least coming in before the weekend. So we've signed Jacob Badeau, a, a young centre-back on loan from Burnley. Um, he's 22 years old, um, spent time with Scunthorpe United in League Two over the last couple of years. And um, before that, played for Berry um, in League One. So he's got a little bit of uh, League One experience, mainly in League Two. And, um, you know, we've had a big crisis at centre-back uh, recently uh, with Ryan Delaney and Scott Wootton being out. And to be honest, they've not really performed very well when they've been in the side. Um, and, you know, Ryan Delaney's been on the bench for the last few games, but he's been picking Liam Gibson ahead of him. And Liam Gibson is primarily a left-back. Um, so I think that says everything about Ryan Delaney, really. Scott Wootton is still out injured. Um, but yeah, so we've brought in Jacob Badeau, um, so I think it's likely that on Sunday he will partner Anthony O'Connor at centre-back. Um, now, the other player that we've been linked with, and it looks like the deal could be done before the end of the week, um, is a 33-year-old goalkeeper from Dundee United called Trevor Carson. He worked with Stephen Robinson during their time at Motherwell. And I've heard good things about him from a Motherwell fan um, that I know. Um, he's had a bit of a tough time of late 
you know, over the last few years, he um, suffered from a blood clot and was out for a long time. Um, and he's been the second choice keeper at Dundee United this season. We were looking to sign him on, on a permanent deal, um, but it looks like it's going to be a loan deal now because Dundee United want to look at their options um, in the summer. So this is basically how I think um, the lineup will pan out. Um, it'll be either Kyle Leveron or Trevor Carson in goal. I'm hoping it'll be Trevor Carson, uh, given Kyle Leveron's performance against Doncaster. Some of those con- goals he conceded were just horrendous, to be honest. A back four of Ryan McLaughlin, Anthony O'Connor, Jacob Badeau and Greg Lee. Um, in midfield, Tumani Dagaranga, who scored that screamer against Doncaster um, the other day. Shane McLaughlin, who's been excellent this season. And I think it'll either be Leeds Loney, Alpha McCalmont or Aaron Wildig in midfield alongside them. And then a front three of Jonah Ayunga, Cole Stockton and Arthur Ganua. What do I say about Cole Stockton though? He's been outstanding for us this season. Um, and he's certainly the man to watch. And if there's anyone that will get us anything from this Cup Town Sunday, it'll be Cole Stockton. He scored 18 goals in all competitions uh, this season. Uh, the next best for Morecambe is Adam Phillips, who scored six and he's injured. Um, Cole Stockton obviously has been linked with a number of clubs. Um, so, yeah, he's bound to be um, up there wanting to impress. Um, obviously, we've got a former Tottenham man in Jonathan Abika in our squad. He's come coming back from injury and he's likely to be in on the bench. He scored his first goal for the club against Doncaster on Sunday. Um, and just looking at um, our FA Cup run, um, I've been at both of the um, FA Cup games we've played so far. In the first round, we beat Newport 1-0. Um, Aaron Wildig scoring that with his first touch coming off the bench. Um you know, it was it was a League Two standard game, really. Um, Newport were looking for revenge. They didn't get it. Um, we defended really well that game, actually. And then we played Buxton, and um, the conditions there were horrendous, if you've seen it on the TV. Um, you know, it was an artificial pitch. It was freezing cold. It was chucking it down with rain. Um, Buxton posed a threat. And to be honest, it was only a narrow win for us against the side that are four divisions below us. And, um, you know, it was, uh, you know, it certainly wasn't a confidence booster. Buxton hit the post very early on and caused shot waves um, through us. But luckily, Cole Stockton scored a goal that some would argue um, was offside looking at the television replays. But we're through to the third round. Um, we're really looking forward to the trip to Tottenham at the weekend. Um, it'll be my second trip to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium this season. I went to a Conference League game back in September, no, August. Um, and Tottenham won 3-0. It was just after um, just after Harry Kane had um, committed his future to the club, basically saying he wasn't leaving. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was against. Uh it was against Pacos de Ferreira. I happened to be in London that weekend. So I'm really looking forward to my second trip. And I can't wait to see more come play in a world-class stadium. Um, maybe, just maybe, I'll go for one of those pints that fill up through the bottom of the cup.
this is a huge exciting time for Morecambe, of course. It'll be their first ever visit to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They're in League One at the moment, of course. Um, they set up this visit, I think, from beating Doncaster. Well, they beat Doncaster in their last league match, but given their shaky defence, um, they've got themselves. They'll be coming here, listen, just trying to hopefully enjoy the occasion. But um, listen, it's NS Moral. We've, we've obviously been gone out to as well of a competition. I said gone out, forced out of it. We got beaten by them. And therefore, can we afford to go two week? Jace, we'll start with you. Team-wise prediction? you got Chelsea and Arsenal to come, so I think he'll rotate the squad. The one one thing you've got to be careful of is their front line is Obika and Shayon Harrison, both former Tottenham uh, trainees. And we know... You know, you know the the type of story that often brings up, don't you? That the kid returns and and gets something. So, but we have no idea what type of team we'll we'll mm. pick, do we? No idea. Um, almost impossible to predict it. And it's now tomorrow, so I'm not going to predict it. Really? That's it. That's it. Is it? It's, it's Thursday now. Right. It's the next day, Rick. The cricket is on. It's Thursday. The, the steel yards are playing. Actually, the, the bare backs on, or actually, whatever they are. bang on midnight. So we've actually got 30 seconds until it is tomorrow. Tiddlywinks is coming on now. And that, that's it. So we'll, we'll win. Move on. Right, there you go. A, a win from Jason. A refusal of a prediction. God, these divas, they're getting worse these days. Let's, let's come around. Let's come around you got me you, for Rick. one day, not two days. It's Wednesday we start. <laughs> and, and, and I just want to say, we've been live for... We've been live now for 89 minutes. The game only took 93 minutes to bloody play. If you, if you shut up, we'll close it before the stop of time kicks in. Even Rick. my spider's going to drop off the ceiling in a minute. It's going on so long. Jay, Mark, he does want. He does. Don't worry. We're going to try and sort oh. it. Uh, Rick's come over to you. Let's get a prediction from you. 2-0, uh, mate. 2-0 Tottenham. All right, a bit Tottenham. of a change side, but 2-0 yeah. Tottenham. There you go. Just to warn Jason, who's going to score, Rick? I won't let you predict the team. That might finish him off. Rich, let's come to you. Let's close it. Rich, what are we going to go for the weekend? Well, uh, uh, he's going to rotate so much. Uh, me and my spider are on the bench on uh, on uh, the weekend. So, so it's, uh, it, 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 it's a foregone conclusion, surely, isn't it? I mean, even well, even Spurs can't this Spurs is, this, this is up, can they? This is, this is so. Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, he says. There's uh, two fires now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 a win. We should just be able to put yeah. whoever we in we we want in, really, shouldn't we? I hope it, I hope more can enjoy enjoy mm. the day. I hope this really doesn't come back to bite me on the Aris mm. all this because I'm just skipping over it nonchalantly, and I yeah. so. Uh, and it's Christmas Day here in Spain, by the way. So Happy I'm Christ- on triple time now. This oh, is Christmas Day working. Uh, happy, happy, happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Thank you. Oh, I think Spurs have never dead. As we said, Spurs lived the presence about a couple of hours ago. Rich, unfortunately, in the wrong freaking net. Um, these lovely people you see will be back with us, of course, for the uh, return leg of this. So, um, very quickly, let's close it on this. Any chance of the second leg, boys? We're going to leave it here. Rick, yes or no? Can we still do it? Yeah, yeah, four nil, Ricks. Four nil. I'll never back my team to lose. Never in a million years. Four nil. We're going to stuff them. Jace, you're back in two weeks. Is it a week's time? The Chelsea return? Week's time, isn't it? The Chelsea yeah, returning. I think we can do it, but we'll need to do it on penalties, probably, if we are to do it. God, look at that. Rich, but, do you agree? But we Go did on. do them on penalties last we year. Did. Yep. Yeah, we did. More, more yeah. chance of Jason buying an Undembele shirt. <laughs> Than, than us going through to this final, Rick. Right, Sorry, I don't, I don't like to really? speak like that. Not happening. Not happening. Listen, they'll, they'll manage this game out. 
Right, Done. I can tell you, for, for, for when last one on Spurs' best bits go out of 2022, that's getting nabbed and it'll be right at the front of it. I hope, fingers crossed. Please, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, Rich, you are wrong. Oh, I do, no, honestly. Do I. But honestly, it's, it's difficult. Um, My thanks to our wonderful panel. Bear in mind, it isn't easy to come on. <laughs> and Stuart Davis says, my house is on fire. Don't look at us, <laughs> two. I promise you. Um. To a wonderful panel that will be joining us again in a week's time to review hopefully Spurs going back to Wembley. Listen, 50% of the way there, Chelsea are now. Football has got a funny way of changing things, though. Uh, Rick, thank you so much as always. Love to have you back on. Thank you for having me, mate. It's always an honour and a pleasure, even on a night like this. But oh. you boys have you, you, you've aided me during this oh. time and you've given me the therapy that I need. So uh, thank you, James. It's been can, can, we still, uh, can we still promote the film, Ricky, when it's past Christmas for Jason's sake? I mean, of course you can. <laughs> Of course you can. Princess Switch 3 is on Netflix. It's a Christmas movie, but in the in the third one, there's a high. So it doesn't really need to be Christmas for you to enjoy it. So it's there whenever you're ready. Princess Switch 3. I'll watch Amazing. it next Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> Rich, thank you so much as always, mate. Really appreciate it. Thank you. From me and my spider, thank you very much. And, uh, because, of, because of Jason's rudeness, we'll ask you in a week's time of what gigs you've got coming up, just in case you can push him over the edge. I'm, I'm petrified of that spider moving, I tell you, I hate him. Oh, oh. <laughs> I hate him. That is my oh. phobia. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I, yeah. I, I hate him. He's more than Ndombele. Put it that put, way. Put him out <laughs> of his misery, Rick. Oh, I, I, I'll I, talk uh, about upcoming shows another time. We will next week. We will. Listen, hopefully next week we are going to have a shit quiz. If Spurs go through to the final, we do promise oh. there will be a shit quiz. Please, God, please. Jay, thank oh. you as always. I'm sure we speak for a lot of everyone here. Cheers, boys. Cheers, 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 cheers. Just send me a message. <laughs> Take care, guys. From Ricky, from Richard, from Jason, myself. Uh, keep the faith as always. Come on, you Spurs. Come on. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.